You're listening to Get the Skinny with your hosts, Brian Kilby and John DeLuna. Hey, everybody. It's your old friend, John DeLuna, with another fine episode of Get the Skinny, along with my trusted partner, Brian Kilby. Brian Kilby, how are you, sir? Man, I'm great. It's awesome. Everything is awesome. <laughs> Everything is awesome. Yes. Everything is beautiful. I was thinking everything is beautiful. Was that uh, Ray, was that Ray Stevens who I don't remember who did that song. Uh, I think so, actually. Yes, and I was thinking, of course, of the Lego Movie. Yes. Not because I have a daughter, but because I'm a dork. That was a date night for my wife and I, actually, to go see the Lego Movie in theaters. That's awesome. It was awesome. It was uh, quite the excellent movie too. I will, I, you know, I'll recommend for movies like that that are. Um, uh, that are fo- fo- uh, like targeted towards kids and kids are like in the audience in great number, a secret or a tip pro tip. If you want to go see something like that and you don't want to be bothered by kids, go to one of those like, um, studio movie grill, um, movie tavern, go to those places where it's a little bit more expensive and you get, you can have a meal while you're watching movies because that really makes it too expensive to take a family of four to. And so the kids aren't there. So that's a tip. If you're going to have a date night going to see a family or kids movie, go to one of those places where you have a meal while you watch the movie and you won't have nearly as many kids around you. That sounds like an awesome idea. Yes. And uh, it is tried, true, and tested, my friend. So I can attest to that. Hey, I've got some, uh, I've got some updates on some topics that we've kind of talked about before on previous episodes. Are you game? Sure. Okay. Well – Let's start with um, B12. So B12, as you may or may not know, everyone, B12 is a it's a, it's a vitamin that specifically is used as a, an energy supplement. It's used to kind of energize yourself. Um, people take it, I think, often like in the in the first of the morning to kind of power themselves through the day, and it, it's one of those kind of natural stimulants, if you will. Brian, have you ever dabbled in like specifically B12 stuff? Uh, I'll be honest with you. I can't tell that B vitamins do anything. You're such a skeptic, my friend. No, I mean, I just can't. I mean, I've, I've tried them. I just, I've never, I've received no uh, boost or anything ever from a B mm. vitamin that I can recall. Now, to be fair, everybody, if, if you've listened to us long enough, you know that Brian Kilby has built up this like legendary armor and resistance to caffeine. You could give him enough caffeine that would kill a mid-sized horse, and Brian might blink slightly faster than he normally does. Uh, B12 and B6 behave differently than caffeine. Okay. See, he's qualifying, folks. He's qualifying. It doesn't, he didn't deny, though, that he can ingest enough caffeine to, like, kill half the population of Ohio, but it was just Tuesday for Brian. Um, so B12 nice. is something my wife has been taking in the last two weeks. She's very much not resistant to caffeine. She very rarely has caffeine in any form. She's also gluten-free, which is another story, and lactose intolerant, which is another story. So what I'm trying to say is her her gullet is pure, uh, friends. And uh, the last two weeks, she's been taking B12 because her energy is not so great, or she's been looking to try to... Try to get an energy boost. She is happy to report that B12, all things being equal, B12 has had a noticeable effect on her energy level, at least through lunch, every day that she takes it. Here's the caveat. 
she told me to tell you guys, at least with her, she has to take B12 almost immediately upon waking up. Kind of like how people rush to have their first cup of coffee when they wake up. She has to go take her B12 supplement and it's liquid. So she's doing like the shot, not, not powder, not pill. She's taking liquid. She has to go take her B12 shot immediately. And she's noticed that in the first half of the day, um, she has a noticeable increase in energy. And the other thing I should mention to you guys too is it, it the first couple days that she took B12, she couldn't she couldn't feel any kind of effect. So I don't know if it had to like if it is the B12, I don't know if it had to kind of build into her system. She had a loading phase, if you will. But according to my wife, that after two weeks she did see improvement in her energy level. Brian, that's all I can tell you. I'm just I'm just relaying the message. Maybe I maybe I didn't take it long enough. Maybe you didn't load. I should have loaded and then reloaded. Yes, triple loaded for sure. So that's a personal story of B12 for you guys. If if you're feeling down, maybe it's an option for you. And I will also say, even though I – my apologies, I forget the exact brand. Uh, I can tell you where I got it. I got it at Smoothie King, um, my favorite smoothie place. So while I was getting a strawberry shredder with extra whey protein, I I picked up a bottle of this B12 stuff. It's uh, fruit juice flavored. And uh, my wife says it's not disgusting, which is a bonus in the world of supplements. And uh, she likes it. She's had me reorder supplies of it a couple times already. So um, it's exciting. It's exciting. Hey, Brian, when it comes to weightlifting, I know that you're a big fan. You find, like, joy in lifting the weights. Am I right? Oh, yeah. And I've just, uh, for the last uh, couple weeks, gotten back into it. It's been hard. (laughs) No pun intended. Um... I have kind of discovered a way to crack through my own personal plateau. Ooh. Um, and I'm excited to report about it. Now, this isn't new in any way to the world of weightlifting, but it is new to me. I've never really taken it super seriously, this kind of training. But I can tell you guys that after, really after a week, I've noticed that, uh, that I've broken through my plateau, that I can feel an, uh, an all-new level of pump, um, I'm starting to see a little bit of growth again in my arms and shoulders. And what I'm doing is I am doing supersets. Brian, do you know uh, what supersets are? Are you familiar with the term? Yeah. Uh, that's Is that lifting to exhaustion basically? Yes, uh, yes, uh, yes, but technically a superset – what a superset really is, it's doing – Two movements without resting. Oh, that's right. That's no, yeah, no, yeah. You're right. Absolutely. Uh, I, yeah, I've, I've done that. Um, that's not been one of my uh, favorite um, methods because it, it takes more thought. <laughs> <laughs> it than, does take thought. Yes. I mean, you got to think about it. I mean, it's like you know, like uh, you're going from what, like a, like a, a dumbbell curl to like maybe a tricep extension or something. Yeah, you can do. You can do like. Uh, complementing movements or you can do um yes that is right usually the most common thing so you'll do like a back exercise followed with a chest exercise no rest yeah like from one straight to the next yeah yes yes uh still still like your standard kind of like three or four sets of eight to twelve reps that kind of thing but your set is two movements so what I what I've been doing is I haven't what I, my my workout routine hmm. is I cycle through I do an arms day a back chest day a shoulders and legs day 
and then either a rest or just a cardio day. And over the, co- over the course of those three days where I'm lifting, I'll work in abs um, as I can. Uh, I try to get at least one good ab workout in one of those three days. So arms, chest, back, uh, shoulders, legs. Those are my three days. What I've done is I've worked supersets into the arms day and the um, shoulders, my shoulders. So <clears throat> I haven't completely converted my workouts to supersets. I think that's probably over, uh, overdoing it some corrective steering there. So I've worked it into two of the three routines that I do. And I got to tell you, man, the 30-minute arm workout that I do that, that's based heavily off um, a routine I found in men's fitness, which I will tweet uh, for our listeners. So uh, I'll tweet it on the night we're recording this. You guys check it out in the Twitter feed for Get the Skinny, GTS podcast. I, um, I'm a believer I really like it. It's it's definitely um, high intensity, thirty minutes. It shouldn't take you more than thirty minutes, just like the the name of the routine says. And um, it is what it is. It's three complete sets. So it's it's three sets of a bicep movement followed quickly by a tricep movement. So there's three sets of that, and then it's two. Then it's just a – the fourth set is just biceps and the fifth set is just triceps and those are drop sets. And what drop sets are, if you guys aren't familiar, is a drop set is with, with each, um, each set you go down in weight. So you start with your max weight or the weight that you really want to kind of work with and then the, that's the first set. And then the second set is about 10 to 15% less weight. And then the final third set is 10 to 15% less than that. So you're, you're, you're getting lighter. Your weight's getting lighter as you go. And the kind of thought behind that is it's both a kind of a way of, to cool down, so to speak, but it's also, it's also a way to work on your form and kind of squeeze that last bit of strength out of you without hurting you. So drop sets, I guess, are another recommendation that I, that I would say uh, you might want to look into if you're plateauing or if you want to mix it up. Because the one thing about plateauing is the only way to get past plateaus when it comes to gaining muscle strength and size is you got to change one really you got to change one of two things one you got to change the weight right so you got to move up in weight or you got to change the intensity and the intensity is doing um, the same workout in, in less time so you're you're resting less or you're you're just more uh, your movement is controlled but it's also a little bit more rapid and it has a little bit more oomph in it if you will intensity and you got to do one of those one of those two things: increase the intensity or increase the weight to break through a, a plateau. And and a, a final thing that you have to look at if you're looking to break through plat, uh, break through your plateau is movements. So look look for exercises that you aren't good at, and, and try to get better at them. Find movements that you haven't done in a while or ever, and work them into your into your routine to kind of break away from the rut. Because no matter how heavy the weight is, at some point your your body gets used to it. It figures it out. Your body's going to figure out your routine, and that's when you plateau. So I definitely recommend you looking up supersets and look on our Twitter feed for my my 30-minute arm workout on supersets. Highly recommend it. And then I also recommend looking at drop sets, which is a part of this 30-minute routine. And uh, I've found them to be really interesting and really effective if you take them seriously. So don't use them as like – don't use drop sets as a way to slack off. 
uh, use them as a way to, again, work on your form and, and work on your concentration. Uh, you're, you're, you're reducing weight each time uh, as you go from set one to set two to set three. You're reducing it, again, to, to, to warm down to some degree, to, uh, to, warm, uh, to, to cool down to some degree, but also to just work on your movement, work on your concentration. At the end of the movement, squeeze, flex the muscle that you're working, and uh, and you're going to get a great workout. So, so I'm a I'm a big believer, Brian, in supersets. I would highly recommend them. Yeah, you're at a different uh, phase in, in your uh, fitness routine than where I'm at. I haven't I haven't lifted on a regular basis since about 2013, due to meh, I just got out of the habit of it. I I was doing it religiously for about a year, then. One busy slash bad week back in July of 2013 uh, threw me off my uh, routine and um, never got back on. So my friend Ricky and I have started back lifting here at my house um, this past couple weeks. And I'm actually just trying to get back into the habit of lifting. And, man, it's been really hard. It's been really difficult to get back into it. I'm definitely not as strong as I was Mm -hmm. when I was last at the gym. But it does appear that I'm stronger than I was before I before I, when I started back at the gym back in say like 2012. So I'm able to push more and lift more even now today than I was back before I started working out again on a regular basis. But I'm definitely not as strong as I was. So what I'm doing, and I don't necessarily recommend this, but just to get myself back in a spot to where I feel better. Uh, I'm doing drop sets, but I'm doing it to where I'm doing basically exhaustion with my max weight. Then I'm basically throttling down 10 pounds. Like I'm starting – like the most I have dumbbell-wise is like 80-pound dumbbells. So Mm -hmm. I'm doing bench presses with 80-pound dumbbells Mm -hmm. and throttling back down by 10 pounds to where I finish off with 5 pounds. And the 5 pounds is hard. (laughs) Absolutely. So uh, just to get back to where I feel you know that I can – do a more regular routine. That's what I'm doing. I'm basically doing a once over through all my muscle groups to, to get to that point. And, uh, it's, I, I don't think I've ever been as sore as I, I've been over the past week, just in the different areas that I've worked. So, uh, this week is going to be more lower body. And I, I hopefully by next week, I can sort of get back into like a, a real <clears throat> normal routine. And I'll certainly try out those, those supersets that you recommended. Yeah, and I recommend them too for anybody at any fitness level. It's all about um, it's all about doing what doing what makes sense for your personal fitness level. And and uh, one thing that I would definitely um, remind everybody that it's not how much weight you move; it's how you move it. So always make sure that your form's good, that you're in full control of the weight, that you're doing good quality work quality movement before you worry about like how much you're moving and it's not it's not a competition at the gym and actually if you really pay close attention to the to the guys in the gym that are ripped and have good size and clearly know what they're doing the amount of weight that they they work with varies quite a bit as they go through their workout because because it's whatever it's whatever makes sense for the movement they're they're doing, the muscle group that they're working, et cetera, et cetera. They're not trying to move a thousand pounds um, every time they do something in the gym. They, they know what they're doing, so it, it's not it's not about it's not about the weight. It's about the movement. And you can usually tell that somebody who's like really ripped and jacked, or just 
like a, like a real power lifter, you, they're not throwing that weight around. Just they're right. not just not doing it haphazardly. That like, oh goodness, I've had people come over and pick up like a dumbbell and just start slinging it, basically just swinging it around. Like, look at me, look at me, and. <laughs> And you know they're like you can only do this, and I'm like, well, I have control over it when I'm doing it. Yeah. And it's just that you really have to know what you're doing. And not that I lose, I break form a lot. I'm not saying that I'm the world's best at it, but you know, just flailing around is not really doing much as far as building strength goes. Nope. If anything, you might hurt yourself. Yeah. Um, hey, Brian, to wrap up the show, I know we've talked about caffeine. Speaking of competition, I know we've talked about caffeine. I found I found the list of soft drinks that have the most caffeine per 12 ounces. And I found on this same list the FDA's official limit for cola and soft drinks. Really? Uh, per 12 ounces. Now, everybody likes a list. So there's no better way to close out the show than going down the list. And you're going to love – I think you're going to love this because your fir- your first love or one of your great loves in the cola world is pretty high on this list. Oh, good. Um, oh, yes. Oh, good. Um, so the FDA's official limit for cola and soft drinks when it comes to caffeine, uh, per 12 ounces, it is 71 uh, milligrams. That's 200 parts per million. Okay. 71 milligrams per 12 ounces. That is the government's limit. 71. Remember that number, 71. Number one at 69 milligrams. Would you care to guess? Oh, I was thinking my favorite was at 65. Um, Wow, there's something. So I'm going to have to go with Pepsi Max, but there has to be something more than that because I think Pepsi Max is 65. No, you were right, and it is 69. Pepsi Max on this list, uh, actually on the, I think it's, yeah, I think it's the government site. It is listed officially at 69 milligrams per 12 ounce. That's Pepsi Max. That stuff's awesome. It is indeed the max. Is that one of those one calorie or no calorie drinks? Which one is it? Zero calorie. Man. I can, I gotta be honest with you. I don't know if I've ever had a max. I gotta try it. Uh, it's great. It really is. Um, coming in at number Two and three are the family of Mountain Dews. Huh. So Mountain Dew Throwback uh, is 55, and Mountain Dew Regular and Diet is 54. Um, underneath that, Diet Coke is at 47. Really? Yes, really, indeed. So that's actually a pretty big drop-off. So again, uh, 71 is the government's limit on milligrams for 12 ounces. Pepsi Max is 69, so it's, it's basically at the government's limit uh, for caffeine. But Mountain Dew, Mountain Dew's got a bad rap, that's for sure. But it's only 55 and 54, which is a pretty good, pretty good step down. And then Diet Coke is 47. So you're already down almost halfway. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You've almost cut it in half uh, comparing it to the government's li- limit. Okay, and then rounding out the uh, the top, uh, I think it's ten to twelve. After Diet Coke, you have Diet Doc, uh, you have a Dr Pepper, and Diet Dr Pepper, and Sun Kissed in a tie. So it's Dr Pepper and Sun Kissed, regular or Diet in a tie. Then Pepsi um, at thirty eight, uh, Coca Cola, Coke Zero, and Diet Pepsi. 
are uh, have less caffeine than Pepsi, so they have 35 uh, milligrams. Uh, this is fun. Surge is on this list at 35, same as Coke. Um, and then the field, basically. You've got Barks Root Beer at 23. And if you're looking for caffeine-free, um, here's some good options for you. If you want a caffeine-free spirit, soft drink, if you will, there's 7-Up. Fanta, Fresca, Ginger Ale, or Sprite. There's also Root Beer, most brands, and including something like, say, a Barks or a Barks Diet. Those have zero caffeine. So there you go, Brian. That's the that's the big list of soft drinks according to the government. Your Pepsi Max Max is the uh, is the winner, I guess. I am incredibly shocked that there's such a huge drop off after that. Right? There's nothing really even close to Pepsi Max. I wonder what the caffeine content of Jolt Cola was. Um, uh, probably something the government doesn't want to like. Well, they don't remember. make they don't make it anymore. So no, they don't. Do you you chew Jolt gum? Am yeah. I right? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's great. Is it the same like brand? Is uh, it, it like Jolt? It's, Jolt Jolt. It is licensed. Interesting. So they license the uh, brand. I, I like. I don't even know that Jolt exists anymore. Uh, it was I, actually it was discontinued in two thousand nine. I got I got one of the last uh, cans of it. It was on my desk uh, up until I, I changed jobs recently. Um, man, I wonder. This Wikipedia article, I don't see the amount. Yeah, what could have been? Yeah. What could have been? It's a shame. Oh, by the way, um, just a little bit of trivia before we wrap, wrap up this topic and wrap up the show. Um, so, the, so the FDA's official limit, again, on, uh, on soft drinks and soda per 12 ounces, it's 71 milligrams of caffeine. So 71, 71 milligrams per 12 ounces. Um, just to give you like an idea of like the jump from a soft drink to an energy drink, this isn't even like this isn't even like the number one, but um, a red line energy drink, eight ounces, eight ounces, not even twelve. It has three hundred and sixteen milligrams. Eight ounces. Eight ounces. That's a tremendous amount. That is that an energy drink or is that like an energy shot or something? I you know I think. At eight ounces, that's a that's a big shot. It may, mm, it's got to be a drink. It's got to be one of those like, um, uh, maybe like one of those like kind of like uh, narrow kind of Red Bull style cans. Interesting. Uh, oh, 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 oh. Redline is uh, one of those uh, we were talking before. Like, uh, might have been in pre-show. Uh, like an energy shot. That's really the size of a like a bottle that might be put in the um, the fridge. Like a massive. shot. Yeah, Redline appears to be like a massive shot. I believe it because like a can of Rockstar, the one that I normally drink is like 200 milligrams for like a 20 ounce. Mm. That's insane. Man, wow. That's insane. But that tastes like crap. <laughs> it's probably not about the taste. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's about seeing like your, uh, it's like seeing the last four generations of your family and feeling your hair yeah. and you know, Transcending time, but I mean, frankly, this is not a recommendation. But if I was gonna, if I wanted that much caffeine, I would probably just start popping caffeine pills from like Walmart. Again, not an endorsement. <laughs> not an endorsement. It's just something you could do. Yeah, saying yeah, it is possible. 
Hey, Brian, I think this was a pretty good shotgun show for Get the Skinny, don't you think? Yeah, and if uh, you missed last week's episode, which was posted, I think, uh, Memorial Day, and I know that a lot of people don't listen to podcasts on Memorial Day, apparently, you should go back and check out last week's episode. We had a lot of uh, interesting discussion about uh, a favorite topic of mine, um, caffeine. So, Yes, talked about it in much, much greater detail uh, than this list, but this list was a nice follow-up. Nice it was. Nice bow on the topic. Um, so, uh, again, guys, thanks for listening. And I just want to remind you guys before we go that this show, like every show on the tfradio.net uh, network, is sponsored by you. That is if you go to tfradio.net, click the Amazon link on our homepage. It's on the right side of the page. And when you do your shopping, you don't have to buy anything extra. and You don't have to buy anything uh, special or different. But when you check out a couple of nickels and dimes, go to Brian. And he uses them to keep the lights on, keep the podcasts flowing, and keep content kind of going to you guys for free, and free is a good number. And also, of course, we wouldn't be doing these podcasts without you. So we love you guys, and we love your support. So just go to tfradio.net, click the the Amazon link, do your shopping, and we appreciate it. Yes, we do. So for, for Brian, this is John DeLuna, Forget the Skinny, and we will see you guys next time. This has been Get the Skinny. 